Hi, this is Simon Jowett, writer of James Bond comic books for Dark Horse, and you are listening to On Her Majesty's Secret Podcast. Hello and welcome back to On Her Majesty's Secret Podcast. You are back with the roguest of agents. I am Jared Albrick. Some people call me the Death Probe. And let's see who's joining me. And instead of doing the usual, what's the most Bond-like thing you've done since last recording, I just want you to just belt out one of your favorite parts of any song that we're going to cover tonight. And we will start with Pat Sampson, a.k.a. Agent DJ Cristados. Welcome back to the show, Agent Cristados. Belt it! Well, Jared, I was going through this whole list, and I'm just going to have to say... I'm going through this whole list that we're going to go through, and I, I spent a lot of my time just analyzing this, analyzing this. It's not even on this list. <laughs> I feel like the teacher that just caught the student that didn't prepare for yeah. the assignment. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was busy doing some dirty love. <laughs> well, belt it. Come on, sing dirty it. Love. There we go. Dirty love. Dirty, dirty love. Ooh. All right. I know that Delvin won't let me down. So let's welcome back Delvin, the Dark Web, Silver Hands, Pop Pop Hiss, Felix Slider, the Hot Thing, Agent Delvin Williams. Welcome back. Tomorrow never dies. Sorry. <laughs> well done. How about that? That was excellent. I'm proud of that. Thank you. And let's bring it in with the other senior agent, my brother from my actual mother. It is Jason, the Weasel Skull Albrecht. Welcome back, Agent Skull. I can go all day. Yeah, I know you would. I know you would. And you know what? I think I've already decided that for the outro of this episode, I might have to put in that Joe November song that he did, that version that Joe did. That I've been using on the video game documentary, just on the outro. That might be fun. Mm, that's cool. Yeah, you should. Yeah, it's a good song. He calls it Smirsh LOL. So welcome, welcome, welcome all to this new episode. Hey, We're gonna hey, be hey, wait. I mean, are you not gonna sing? You're not gonna bless us oh. with the golden pipes? <clears throat> well, let's see. I'm gonna look at my list to choose from here. Because I was gonna go for dirty love, but that one came up already. It, it takes two to have some dirty love, Jared. Remember that. <laughs> you have to increase it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, we easy, easy. <laughs> the only question I guess I have is where has everybody gone? <laughs> I need better support than I get on this podcast. <laughs> we are anchors. That's what we are. <laughs> Me and my three boat anchors this evening. All right. So this is what toot, we're going to do. This is what we're going to do tonight. We are going to give you the alternate songs of Bond and what that means is we have taken all the Bond themes that did not appear on the opening credits. So these are songs that are scattered throughout that kind of stuck with us that we liked and are memorable. So I'll say up front, we picked 15 of them and I'll tell you what they are in a minute. And I'll say up front that we just picked the 15 that kind of jumped out at us. I know there's more. There's a couple songs that aren't in here. Don't get mad at us. But we've got 15 alternate Bond songs to go through. And much like we did on the theme song episode, we have rank ordered them. Agent Dark Web, Agent Cristados, Agent Weasel Skull, and myself have rank ordered them. I have aggregated them. I'm the only one that knows what our actual official Rogue Agents ranking is for the alternate Bond songs. And I'm looking forward to sharing them with you. 
But the first question you might have is, what are the 15 songs? What are 15 songs, dude? Ah, good question, Delvin the Dark Web Williams. How do I become a Crusaders Club member? That's not even wrong, on the wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> How do I find out what the 15 songs are that are so fancy? Oh, I'm going to tell you. And I'm going to give them to you in chronological order. So here are the 15 alternate Bond songs. Number one comes from Dr. No. It is Underneath the Mango Tree. Number two comes from From Russia With Love. And it is From Russia With Love. Because if you remember correctly, it played over the end credits, not the opening credits. (laughs) Somebody put Jason back on you. (laughs) Number three, also from Russia With Love, is the 007 theme. Not to be confused with the James Bond theme, but the 007 theme by John Barry. And I love it. You can't already talk about it. You're biasing the 15 songs. Yeah. Coming in at number four. Kind of interesting because I don't know that it, this version didn't officially show up in the movie. It's Mr. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang by Dionne Warwick, which is closely associated with the film, but it didn't actually show up in it. Interesting. Number five is from On Her Majesty's Secret Service. All the Time in the World by Louis Armstrong. Yeah, I know. Everybody's yeah, right there in the heart. Exactly. <laughs> Number six on our chronological list is the Man with the Golden Gun in credit version. Very similar to the regular version. A little bit of a different. Number seven is the in credits version from The Spy Who Loved Me. I think that's the one that had the sailors, right? Nobody. Nobody does. Nobody does. Yeah, that was all right. All right, number eight is the disco version of Moonraker. I played over the end credits. Number nine is everybody's favorite, Make It Last All Night from the poolside scene of For Your Eyes Only, the most thinly veiled song of all time. <laughs> there was no veil. It wasn't thinly veiled. <laughs> That's a kind of... Uh, I'll save it for the... I always think it's like some easy dude wrote that song. It was actually Bill Compton's wife who wrote the lyrics to that song. That guy had it good. That's all I can say. (laughs) His wife was a freak, man. (laughs) Number 10, chronologically speaking, is from The Living Daylights. It's If There Was a Man by The Pretenders. Number 11, you know your Living Daylights. You know there's another Pretenders song on that one. It's Where Has Everybody Gone? you got to listen to when you strangle somebody with your headphones. It's a good thing Bluetooth hadn't been invented back then because Necros would have been up a creek. <laughs> Coming in at number 12 chronologically is fan favorite Dirty Love from License to Kill in the bar scene. At 13 on our chronological list, we have If You Asked Me To, Patti LaBelle's end credit song from License to Kill. 14 is sarcastically everyone's favorite. It is the experience of love from the end credits of GoldenEye. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh man. Opinions are being spilled here in the chronological list. And finally, the 15th song on our list that we are going to rank order is Tomorrow Never Dies, Surrender. So it's actually Surrender, which is on the end credits of Tomorrow Never Dies. Those are the 15 songs that we call the alternate Bond songs, that we are going to rank. We've all put in our rankings. Just like on the other episode, we ranked them 1 to 15. And your number one song gets 15 points, your number two song, 14 points, so on and so forth, and we'll see who the big winner is. As per usual, we did have one tie. I will let you know when we get there. 
Ooh, and interesting. We'll just let the older song be the victor, but only one tie. So, who's ready to do this list? Let's do it! Yeah. Let's go, let's go! Hit play, let's go! If you ask me to. Oh. <laughs> Might cost you a little dirty love, but that's how you experience it. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen. Let's Just don't surrender. As long as you make it last all night. Oh, kiss, kiss, bang, bang. You know it. Let's go underneath the mango chimney, honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, only if I were a man. <laughs> You're cheating and looking at the list, man. <laughs> Anyways, let's get started. Gentlemen. Coming in at number 15 in dead last place. Experience of love. Jason says it's the experience of love. Delvin says. It's got to be experience of love. Well, here's the correct answer. Number 15 is. If you ask me to by Patty. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. 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 Delvin dies what? light up for a half a second. I didn't, I didn't even fall for it. Like, no. <laughs> no. No. You got all right, number 15 is The Experience of Love from Goldeneye.
Okay, guys, experience of love from GoldenEye. Who scored it the highest? Well, I'll tell you who scored it the lowest. Jason and Delvin both gave it one point each. It was their bottom rung. So either Pat or I scored it the highest. Jason, who scored it the highest? I'd say it'd be you. You tend to be an apologist for this song. It's Pat. It's definitely Pat. And the winner is Jason. It was me. Yeah. <laughs> what? I, I'm a hustler. You know, I, I have I, gotcha. I have an affection for this song. It reminds me of sitting in the theater after watching GoldenEye the first time. And I'm so happy. So I did indeed give it four points. Not a ton. Jason gave it one. Delvin gave it one. Pat gave it two. For a total of eight points, it is in dead last. Listen to that song at the end. It's like. 
going to a party and having a great time and then coming home and realizing that you've done your bedding and it was still in the dryer. You know, oh, you're like, I can't go to bed. I give Jason a bonus point for analogy there. That was a good one. Because <laughs> at first I was like, where is he going? <laughs> so then I was like, oh, yeah. It's like you walk into somebody's house and you smell fried chicken cooking. It's like, oh, fried chicken. Yep. Ready to go. Good. Cut into it. Eat it. And they didn't season it. Oh, <laughs> or it turned out to be okra. <laughs> Unseasoned <laughs> fried chicken. <laughs> Terrible. Mm. Not good. Well, I mean, I still contend that Eric Sarah just slipped it on to the film and nobody actually listened to it until it actually went to theaters. I still kind of like it. And I think that's an important thing to remind our audience here. I like all these songs to one degree or another. Uh, just because it's the bottom rung doesn't mean I don't like it. I think Jason and Delvin legitimately don't like it. <laughs> but, uh, I legitimately do not like it. I think it's self-serving. It doesn't have anything to do with the movie. Did he write it like Go for like a love, like, hey, baby, this is my love song, and I'm going to put this in this James Bond movie I just made, and it's all about you. And Oh, maybe he did it to get a girl. That, you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> that's what it kind of sounds like is, hey, I just rich you. I'm this lyrical muse, and I just wrote you this love and song, and I want to, you know. And then to come find out, it's this song. That's what that analogy is like. It's like you're all set to go to hear this great love song and this awesome experience of love. It's like, what? <laughs> come on. All right. Only I love you experience of love. All right. Enough bagging our experience of love. Let's get to our second most hated song. <laughs> experience of love is the only one I absolutely do not like. All the other ones I like to some degree. Or I guess when you have a starter song as goldeneye you know what else can you do again to me it's mostly because it has nothing to do with the movie it has nothing to do with james bond it's just somebody's self-serving love song for himself that he put in a james bond movie and i do not like it it needs to go and it's not good it's just not good well we've got 14 more so no more comments here we go <laughs> i have one more thing to say about no it. you do not you come in at number 14 is the most thinly veiled innuendo song of all time. From For Your Eyes Only, it is Make It Last All Night.
Okay, coming back from that, who loved it the most? I'll tell you who the haters were. Delvin and Jason, once again. Oh, once again, you haters. Haters. So who gave it the most? Who gave it the most, Delvin? You get to guess this time. I still think it's Pat. Pat is the correct answer. Pat gave it six oh, points. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you know how much I love for your eyes only, too. So, I mean, it did, I couldn't even give it a for your eyes only. Bob. It is literally porn music. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes it fun. It's just, to me, it's a fun. Then is that problem? It takes like, me I, back to that scene of where he's like. Takes you back to your porn days. <laughs> I, was, I was sitting there listening to the song while I was working, and I didn't even have pearls on, and started clutching. I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh my god, sweating, get sweat coming from your forehead. I listened to it got an STD. I mean, <laughs> so just a fun, you know. I, it's the beat that, you know, the beat is cool. I got now. Go. Speaking of the beat, there was a hip hop song that sampled the beat from "Make It Last All Night." And it had Slick Rick, and Ooh, I can't yeah. remember who the other guy was. In fact, I Dougie sent Fresh? That, no, it wasn't Dougie Fresh. It was somebody else. I sent that song to the Double O Files guys for their James Bond, Summer Trivia? of Bond radio thing. They play a bunch of Bond-related songs. And so I sent them that one. Like, the world needs to know that there's a hip-hop song that samples make Oh, man, I have to night. find that. They were not impressed at all. They, <laughs> I would say it was the, the most hated song that they played. And, and I understand, but I still think it's fun because it's like, oh my gosh, that, that beat garnered the attention of a hip-hop producer and got turned into a rap song. I mean, it's kind of neat. If I can find a sample of it, I'll play it for you right now. Touch more, taste a glass of raw, flash yours, Rick. Money we saw left me dead on the door, dick. Rocks look chunky on the index, straight up leave bets. And like, old Adidas sweats, we the illest bets. Apologies, even the non-dog holler, he's Appreciate the shit out clock Brothers with their fists like oaks provokes doom. Okay. What you guys think of that? <laughs> I love me some slick rick. So maybe that I mean maybe I've heard it and that's where that you know reminds me of. Because I would listen to some slick rick and Dougie Fresh back in the day. So heck yeah. Okay. Let's get to the one that's coming in at 13 out of 15. Put your sailor suits on, boys. It is the end credits version of the spy who loved me. Nobody does it pleasure. Makes me feel sad for the rest. Nobody does it half as good as you, baby. You're the best. I wasn't looking, but somehow you found me. I tried to hide from your love. But like heaven above me, the sky. Keeping all my secrets safe tonight. 
my goodness, this is where we have some serious scoring separation. All right. I'll be honest. Jared was the hater. This was my bottom one. Not because I hate it. It's just, it's not terribly different from the from the opening song. It's, it's a little campy. campy. But like, you know, if you're in that vibe, in that late 70s vibe, it kind of fits. To me, it was like, eh, it's not terribly different from the other song. So it doesn't leap out at me. Now, I'm going to ask Jason this time. This one has a huge, huge split. So who loved it the most? Christados. Christados loves oh, it. I love that. I love this one. This is Pat's number one song. Number on one. <laughs> he gave it 15 points. I'm logging off. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I you thought. Was listening. I was like, hey, you know, I, you let, let me justify this now. Okay, go. Go, Pat. I love this. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Can I can ahead. I get a minute? Or can I finish? <laughs> can I finish? <laughs> let me let me talk here. In listening through all these, I heard this and I'm like, you know, the beginning is different. Yeah, it's got the sailor people, you know, chanting or, or doing what they do, and then it goes into the normal song again. And I think it just brought back a lot of nostalgia and reminded me of, you know, this was played when Roger Moore died. You have that gnome, and it just always brings me back to that. You know, nobody does it better. It's this those lyrics that make me want to put it up because when I hear that, it brings me back to you know, hey, it reminds me of somebody that was cool, and it doesn't need to be just because of Roger Moore, but you know, it starts you making you think of the people that have come and gone in your life as well too. Mm-hmm. So Pat went to the emotional feels, and he loved it, and this was his number one song. Did it do anything? Did it bump it up for anybody else? No, no, I mean. <laughs> no, I, I get what you're saying, Pat. I think at the end of the day, though, as I looked at it, it's just not better than the title song. I just would rather yeah. listen to the title song. That's how I looked at it. There were a couple others that were kind of in this vein as we go through the list. Yep. But those other ones, they had something that was unique about it. You know, they had the sailor guy singing it in the beginning. Yeah, but like <laughs> Man with a Golden Gun has a whole different verse. And so the yeah. opening credits is about... Scaramanga, the end credits are about James Bond, who's the survivor that's left after the end of the movie. So to me, that's kind of cool. The disco version of Moonraker, just I think the disco version of Moonraker is actually cooler than the title version. So, <laughs> you know, so that, that one rose a little bit. So that's, that's it. I, I dig what All you're right. saying. I have no arguments with you. It's just that was my thought process. I did weight my list heavily towards, you know, how different is it and how creative is it? And that's why it ended up at, at the bottom. So it was literally my last place song and Pat's first place song. <laughs> <laughs> Opposite ends of the spectrum. Again, I don't hate it, though. I don't hate it. Well, Jason already spilled a little bit of the beans with the insights into our next song coming in at number 12 of 15 is the end credits version of The Man with the Golden Gun.
I was the hater who's going to hate on this one. I had it only two points for it. Jason and Delvin are actually kind of far apart. Jason only has it at four points. So, ooh. Jason, who loves it more, Delvin or Pat? Oh. I'm going to say Delvin. Correct. Delvin loved it to the tune of ten points. Pat had it at eight points. Delvin is the big baller. Delvin, what appeals to you about the Man with the Golden Gun in credits version? I felt like I owe Lulu an apology for when we rated the Bond songs from the original. She has a great voice. And then when they added the just little like remix version of it to it, and then she came in with those powerful vocals, I'm like, this is a lot of fun. And this is cool. So that's why I rated it highly as I did. I didn't know I gave it 10 points. Yeah. Unless I transcribed your card wrong, but eh. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) Who knows? I'll go go with it. Well, that was Lulu. Let's get to song number 11. So we're going to round out the bottom third with a little song from Thunderball. It's Mr. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang by Dionne Warwick. That's why the zeros double, Mr. Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. He's suave and he's smooth and he can soothe you like vanilla. The gentleman's a killer, Mr. Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. Damoiselles and dangers have filled the 
strangers past Like a knife, he cuts through life Like every day's the last He's fast and he's cool He's from the school that loves and leaves him A pity if it grieves him Mr. Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bangs Not a Strangers past like a knife, he cuts through life like every day's the last. He's fast and he's cool, he's from the school that loves and leaves him. A pity if it grieves him, Mr. Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bangs. Not a We are awfully close in our scores on this one. This one is boat anchored by Jason and Delvin, who each gave it six points. Delvin, who liked it more, me or Pat? You did. I did. I gave it nine points. I've always loved this song. I didn't discover it until I was in high school, and that's when the 30th anniversary cassette tape (laughs) was released. And I bought it, and I had never heard this song before. You know, I, I didn't realize there was a whole produced song behind it. It was on that cassette, and I was like, what? So it was kind of new and, and cool, and I just always liked it. It's a shame it didn't appear anywhere in the Well, you get the instrumental part when he's mm-hmm. dancing at the club a little bit, but, you know, the song proper doesn't appear in the film. But I enjoyed it. I think Dionne Warwick did a, a fine job. I was jaded from the song. I think I told you guys a while back that I found, like, a playlist on uh, Apple Music that some dude in Germany or whatever put together like a bunch of Bond songs. And I started listening. (laughs) Probably. It was was probably like another name for John Zorderman. And the guy had Kiss Kiss Bang Bang on there. Mm -hmm. But it was done by Shirley Bassey. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. There's that version. He's dark and like a shark. He looks for trouble. That's why the zeros double, Mr. Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. He and I was like, ooh, it's the Dame. I like it. So when I, as soon as it started, I'm like, ooh, it's the Dame. And then it was literally anyone who wasn't the Dame. I mean, and it's not like Dionne Warwick is some schmuck or something. <laughs> like, I mean, she, classic voice, like Motown, all that. Trust me, not giving any disrespect to Mrs. Warwick. It just wasn't Shirley Bassey. And, uh, and it turned it a little the volume down for me. That's, that was the that's reason why. interesting. Our origin stories are so interesting that I, I don't discover this Dionne Warwick song until I'm about 17 or 18 years old. And then I didn't discover the Shirley Bassey version until about a year ago. But you jump in with the Bassey version and follow it up with the Warwick. 
It's all about yep. the order in which you find them, people. <laughs> and I haven't listened to much of any other Bond music, like a playlist or anything like that, since we've gone through the movies oh, or going through this. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got fresh ears. <laughs> I love your fresh ears, Pat. I do. If we were all the same, this wouldn't be any fun. So it is yeah. totally fun. True, true. I think it's time for us to crack into the top 10. Kevin, at number 10, much to my chagrin, because I think it should be much higher. It's Where Has Everybody Gone from the Living Daylights, as done by the Pretenders. Soon belong 
Now, let me tell you something, folks. I gave this one 10 points. Jason gave it 10 points. Delvin, pretty respectable, 8 points. This was Pat's last place song. What? Explain yourself, Samson. Hey, I don't need to have to explain myself. Why why does this happen to you all the time? (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you what I did. When I had to rank these, I went from the original order that you provided to us, and you said in the beginning, I listened to that one, and I gave it a ranking. You know, that became number one right away. Mm-hmm. Listen to the next one. Does that beat the other one? And I kept, you know, shuffling it down, shuffling it down, shuffling it down, and shuffling it down. And this song just, just didn't appeal to me to make it all the way down to my bottom list. What number was this in the original list? Um, 11. Okay, in so. The, in the chronological list. In the chronological, uh, yeah. So yeah, was, by the, the time 11, I heard yeah. a lot of other of these songs, this started going like, so, so that's, that's, you you enjoy the experience of love more than Where's Everybody Gone by the Pretenders? Just by a little bit. Okay. Because I like the sappiness of it, that experience okay. of love, right. I think. Pat likes his happy songs? Yeah. Okay. Sad songs they say so much, Joe. I I do not accept it. You're uh, overruled. And may God have mercy on your soul. Yeah. I'm all right with that. I, I don't even feel like continuing, to be honest with you, but I guess we will. <laughs> Well, then let's go on with number nine. <laughs> Coming in at number nine. Coming in at number nine. Put on your white patent leather shoes, your white patent leather belt. <laughs> Put some rhinestones on because we're going to do the disco version of Moonraker as it plays over the end credits.
Delvin, who sings this song? That'd be Shirley Bassey. That'd be the dame. That would explain why it got 12 full points from Delvin. It's in his top three. It's number four song, I guess. Well, why do you hide? Yeah, keep going. (laughs) Where is that moonlight train that leads to your sky? That song's awesome. What do you got? Well, I'm definitely not. That song is great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Delvin was. The fondest one, I think, of all of us for this original Shirley Bassey song. And he did score at 12 points. Pretty high there on the list. Uh, Jason came in second. He liked it at eight. I liked it at six points. And then there's Beetlebomb coming in with four whole points for the hey game. Pat, I was going to ask you to explain yourself, but I'm, I'm tired of asking the question. So it's Moonraker. You know, it's, I, you know I, it's just like Moonraker. I can't remember. There was someone on Twitter who recommended that I listen to it. It's like, oh, Disco Moonraker is where it's at. And I'm like, let me go listen to Disco Moonraker. And then I went to listen to Disco Moonraker. And I'm like. <laughs> right. You get your head bobbing. You guys can't hear me bobbing my head, but I'm, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I like it. it. It really did do it for me. It just added that little 70s beat to it. Like, awesome. Love it. Absolutely. I agree with Jace. I enjoy it more so than the title song. But I what, what I love <laughs> you most about know, it. Oh, I was going to say, you want to know something that's really funny? Is speaking about the beats, make it last all night is I ranked it higher than this one. <laughs> That's I like the beat on that one. He's poking holes in his own boat at this point. <laughs> oh, All right, whatever. Yeah. What I like most about this song, even though I didn't score it as high as Delvin, I was pretty middle of the road with six points. But what I like about it is it, it's so peppy and fun that you can imagine, Jason might not have to imagine, can't remember. Actually, I don't think you saw this in the theater, but you could imagine leaving the theater as this is playing and you're picking up your bag of popcorn like, yeah, man, 007. <laughs> Yeah, this movie was special because this is the first one that came out in the theater after I had gotten into James Bond. And I was heavy into it, man. And I saw the previews for that on television. I was begging mom and dad to take me. Mom and dad went to see it, but I had to get a babysitter because I said I was too young to, to go see it. I was just crestfallen. And then what's really hard about that is, you know, it's going to be like a year and then it'll come out on Sunday night at the movies. <laughs> and I was like, oh, come on. I that. So I had to wait so long to see that movie. It was worth it. And it always seems you love me. <laughs> Something's great. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, let's roll right into number eight. Mm. I don't know. I don't know anybody who doesn't like the song from License to Kill. If you're going to get into a bar fight, man, you better crank up that dirty, dirty love.
Buds with lime, get in a bar fight, stab somebody with a swordfish. <laughs> it's the, the order food. of events right there. I love it. You All right, Dirty Love. Who was the boat anchor? It was actually Jason only gave it five points. Not enough love for the Dirty Love. Delvin and I are right there. Delvin gave it seven. I gave it eight. And this is where Pat, DJ Christados, I actually do not judge you for your massive 13-point award to Dirty Love. Woo, woo, woo. Tell us what appealed to you about Dirty Love. It's that rock song that you hear. You know, if this was the 80s, and what it was, you know, it's just like, yeah, I'm all in on it. I could see, like, you know, like crazy hair, you know, business in the back, party up in front, just. It's like the song you should be playing. Spandex everywhere. It's just like, woo. It's like the song you should be playing when the bully is standing there and the kid, you know, the other kid from high school walks in the door and the bully's buddy is like, 
hey Johnny, look who's here, you know. Yeah. That kind of that kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Something's gonna go down. Mm-hmm. Dirty love. I love dirty love. I was trying so hard to move this song up the list, but all the other songs were so good. It's like, ah, it was, so it kind of broke my heart to put it so low. But Yeah, I, I love this song. You only gave it eight points. So don't you look like you got something to say. License to Kill came out in 89, right? Yes, it did. When did Baywatch come out? Mm, good question. Because this song reminded me of the Baywatch theme. It was so 80s that it hurt. <laughs> Where, <laughs> That's what I loved about it. It's not really a complaint. I just no. I heard it and just like oh, like I mean, they watch started in 1989. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked it up. <laughs> it, it, I wonder if the person who wrote "Dirty Love" had anything to do with the Baywatch theme because they sound very, very similar. <laughs> My musical heart is in the 80s, so 80s music is you know that's my jam. So whenever it's I hear that, it's, yeah, you know it, you know it. <laughs> Nothing. What's your that. price for dirty love? Oh man, coming in at number seven. So I would say we're on the upper half now, boys. A little bit of the classic from Doctor No, underneath the mango tree. Everybody kind of likes that song to one level or another. 
I'm here to tell you that I learned from doing the music show that I do here on the network. My whole life, I thought that was like a Jamaican folk song. <laughs> I come to find out it was written for the movie. Oh, that, that yeah. interesting. I want to say that's Bonnie Norman's wife on the vocals. Oh. I was like, who knew? But anyways. Way the- different than Bill Conti's wife. <laughs> <laughs> very, very different from Bill Conti's wife. Did everybody have it at a level that's higher than halfway? No. Actually, I was strangely the boat anchor. I guess that just means there's lots of songs to love because I love Under the Mango sure. Tree. And I only had five points for it, which I'm kind of ashamed of. Delvin and Jason are playing match game again. They both gave it nine. And Pat gave it 14 points. This is Pat's number two song, Under the Mango Tree. Pat, talk to us. It's just a fun, bubbly song. that, And it reminds me of, it's Dr. No, the first movie, right? It's where, you know, you guys pulled me into this. And so that brings back those memories of hearing that song. And it's where, I guess, my love had started to grow now from that beginning. Just sentimental kind of guy. Yeah, I am. It's, you know, it's, I respect it's, that. I respect I, it. It's experience of love. <laughs> Stop it. And Sean Connery actually sings a little bit of the song on screen. That he does, too. Yeah. Not on the soundtrack, but on screen. He certainly does. I think everybody loves a little underneath the mango tree. Let's move into number six. Number six is From Russia With Love by Matt Monroe. Often thought of as a title song, but it's not. And played over the end credits. Let's give it a listen, even though I'm pretty sure we're all familiar with it. From Russia with love, I fly to you, much wiser since my. To you, I've traveled the world to learn I must return from Russia with love. I've seen places. And smiled for a moment But oh, you haunted me so Still my tongue-tied Young pride would not let my love In case you'd say no To Russia I flew But there and then I suddenly knew To you 
that is some serious crooning and man this is one of those ones that highlights pat's near insanity because i will reveal the scores here i gave it a whopping 12 points it's pretty high on my list jason 11 points delvin 11 points pat (laughs) can i guess three points three points oh oh man (laughs) Pat, what 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 are you do what are you doing here? <laughs> this is turned into the Pat explains. Hey, you know I, I made it. I made it to rookie agent. I've done my time. <laughs> you might have to. Go I don't have to explain the, myself. You might I go have rogue. to go back through the program again. I'm going rogue on this. Remember in Skyfall, Daniel Craig like couldn't hit the target. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't do a pull up. This is Pat right now. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all right. Everyone's got their opinions. You know, it just wasn't for me. It's like from Russia with love, and I'm like, uh. now put that next to your guitar riff for Dirty Love. Let me hear that again. This was the second song on the original list, right? Yeah. So this kept getting bumped down and getting chronologically. Yeah, on our chronological list. It was. How I did it. So. Yeah, it's just not for me. Oh, Delvin, can you save us and say something nice about From Rush With Love by Matt Monroe? Of course I can. It's a delightful croon. It's just such a pleasant song in that very classic style. And Matt Monroe just, uh, to me, just nailed it. And this was the song that I thought was the theme for it. So I was remember being surprised when we ranked the original songs in order and this wasn't on there. So based off of that alone, I was like, yep, I want to show some tribute to that because I've heard this song plenty of times. I like it. It is a pleasant and just fun song to me. Excellent. If you ever listen to it real close, you can hear there's a little warble of studio chatter that got picked up mm-hmm. by the mic. You hear just a little bit in the background. I've, I've listened to the song so many times, I, I spot it every time now. I asked Raymond Benson about it when he was on the show, and he said, yeah, that's what he, he thought it was, was just a little studio chatter that got picked up. Interesting times. Let's get into the top five. Coming in at number five. Maybe we should record this episode tomorrow. I give up. Surrender? <laughs> ah, yes, I do. Yes. Because <laughs> it's Surrender. The song that was originally supposed to be the theme song for Tomorrow Never Dies. But this is Katie Lang over the end credits singing Surrender. I am in control 
This is a divisive song amongst Bond fans. Many, many Bond fans think this needs to be the theme song instead of Cheryl Crow. I know Delvin agrees. Jason agrees. I'm 50-50 on it. I do like it a lot, but let's look at some scores. Okay. Well, big surprise. Pat's the boat anchor again. <laughs> <laughs> he voted for Dirty Love one more time. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, can I get more Dirty Love here? Pat- can I get the acoustic version of Dirty Love? <laughs> Dirty Love unplugged. Yeah. I'm going to slow it down for my friends out there. It's got Dirty Love. (laughs) I'm just going to keep going over whatever Pat's doing. Pat gave it five whopping points. Jason can't laugh at him too much because Jason only gave it seven points. Delvin and I were the champions of this song. Delvin has it at 14 points. This is number two on his list. And I have it at 12 points. So I am right up there with him. I think it's a wonderful song. I think it's very Bondy with that. Yes. Wah, 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 wah. You're just blaring. Yes. And she went for it. She went for those notes. And you know how much I love that on a Bond song. She went for it. That absolutely 1000% should have been the theme for Tomorrow Never Dies because to me, it's just bombastic and lively. And, and the trumpet, ah, money. Mm. Well, what's interesting about this one is if you listen to the actual score, of Tomorrow Never Dies, which I know you guys do because you follow along with six of the best that mm-hmm. Alan and I do here on the network. If you listen to the actual score, they thought this was going to be a theme song. So the, the tune, the melody of Tomorrow Never, Never Dies, Surrender, is woven in through the score of the movie, whereas Tomorrow Never Dies by Sheryl Crow is not. So it's one of those interesting things where, you know, oftentimes the, the theme song gets woven in the score. And in this case, Surrender is woven in, but Tomorrow Never Dies isn't. So interesting. Okay, to be fair to Cheryl Crow, it wasn't a bad song. No, I like but, it. I, not at all. But I do think that Katie Lang is a better singer. When she hit those notes, it just sounded just so brilliant where you're like, yeah, Bond, shoot him up. Pew, 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 pew. 
<laughs> Surrender reminds me of the more classic Bond songs. It reminds me of like Goldfinger. And, I hear and, Thunderball in it too. Yeah. Like when, and like you said, and Katie Lang goes for it, you know, you get that Shirley Bassey vibe off of her. You know, she's not Shirley Bassey, don't get me wrong, but the fact that she put it out there and went 110% and you got, like you said, the horns in there. I really like that song. I kind of agree. I kind of wish it would have been the title song. And maybe Cheryl Crow's being the end song. I don't know. Like you said, no disrespect to Cheryl Crow. It's a good song, but this is a Bond song. Surrender mm. is a Bond song. Well, let's get into the top four. Coming in at number four. I wish it was a little bit higher. I love it. It's from the Living Daylights. It's the Pretenders, If There Was a Man. myself for a second. <laughs> <laughs> or if you were listening to it off that worn off copy uh that we watched to death <laughs> yeah there was a man <laughs> yeah, I, the point is i knew exactly what jason talking about we had this vhs copy that we watched so many times 
it would warble if there was a man. <laughs> it was like remix. I know exactly what you mean. I adore that song. I'm going to tell everybody right now. I gave it 14 out of my 15 points. It's my number Ooh. two song on the list. Oh, I could have put it at number one so easily. Jason, right there with me, gave it 13 points. Pat gave it nine points. Respectable. Delvin, explain yourself. Oh, wait. It's not me. <laughs> it's a new episode. It's called Delvin Explains Himself. Oh, I love this version. It just, yeah, it was, it was a little bit. I was like, it just sounded like, eh. mm. it just hits me right in the feels. Man. Yeah. Respect the feels. Yeah. I, I've heard your leadership tips about feelings are never wrong. So I'm not, I'm going to, I'm going to admire and respect that. I just, it, it did. I heard it and just like, it did nothing to stir me or move me, but I don't have the emotional attachment that you yeah. and the weasel skull have. Good point. Good point. And thanks for listening to Leadership Tips with Jerry. <laughs> oh, I, I do love it. It's, you know, John Barry just in sync with Chrissy Hines. I think it's the last time that Barry was truly in sync with the additional talent. I think this is Barry's last score, period. It was Barry's last score, period. But there was a, a few times where he wasn't in sync with the talent, like specifically with like Aha on the theme song. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It just it just sounds so right to me. But I get it. Uh, if you don't have the emotional attachment to it, it ends up with a four. I think her voice was a good match. Like you oh, said. I think so too. Yeah. You know, she's definitely got that rocker voice. It just felt right. I felt like, and I don't know this, but it just seems like she got on with Barry. Like professionally, they mm-hmm. seem to mm-hmm. to meld well. When I think back to the movie, The Living Daylights. I can't really remember too many parts where the aha theme is in there. I know it is throughout the movie, but when I hear this one, I remember those specific scenes with mm-hmm. that music, like, you know, on the Ferris wheel, for example, just those, mm-hmm. those moments. So that's why I scored it a little bit higher. I tell you what, I think I told Alan this when we recorded it to me, just absolute heaven would be being back in Fulda, Germany, where Jason and I first saw this movie and experienced this soundtrack, you know, sitting there in the square out in front of the cathedral with my headphones on, just listening to this song, I could just die right then and there and be perfectly okay with it. <laughs> One day I will make that happen. The headphone song thing. Well, the death thing will happen too, but... Just <laughs> <laughs> not at the same time. Yeah. yeah, you know what? If it does, all the better for me. You're in the uh, right place at the time. It's not actually a suicide note podcast, just so everybody knows. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> okay, let's get to the top three. Three songs left, guys. And they are good ones, as you could imagine. Coming in at number three. Oh, man. Talk about hitting you in the feels. It's Louis Armstrong on Majesty's Secret Service. We have all the time in the world. That's all we have 
need nothing more Every step of the way will find us With the cares of the world far behind us We have all the time in the world Just for now, nothing more, nothing less Only love I mean, we all scored that one pretty high. I'm actually the boat anchor, I'm ashamed to say. Ooh, wow. I gave it seven points, so it's in the middle of my list. I Explain yourself, lot. Jared. I know. I, I'm on the hot seat. I don't know. What was it before you changed it? <laughs> I can't explain myself. I'll tell you who loved it was Jason. Jason had it at 14 points. Delvin had it at 13. Pat at 10. I'm in there at seven. I, I like it a lot. I can't really explain. There's just so many good songs on the list, really. It's, it's my only explanation. I, I do enjoy it. I think this was Louis Armstrong's last produced studio song. So, and it's a good one. His voice. Oh. Oh. And then knowing that it was like the last song he recorded before he passed, it's like, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm, I'm laughing, I guess, you know, to, to hide some vulnerability because, man, it was just, it's so touching. And the gravel in his voice and the feel, all oh, beautiful. Jason, talk. Well, it's perfect. It's a perfect song. It's the perfect love song for the only woman that Bond ever truly loved, you know, loved enough to marry. And like Delvin was saying, the gravel in his voice as he's, he's past his prime at this point vocally, but still they're just the raw emotion and he can carry you through it. And that speaks so much of, of Louis Armstrong. And then, you know, the brat, the you know, that just uh, carries on. And the fact that that's his last last song, 
and these are the last moments we're going to see Tracy. You know, it all, it, it all melds together and just is the perfect song with the perfect moment for the perfect artist. A little dusty in the studio. It is. It I is. don't think there's a lot of people who came walking through that recording studio door that floored John Barry. Like, oh my gosh, it's. And I think this one was one where John Barry's like, oh my gosh, it's Louis Armstrong. I'm about to do a song with him. And that is some good stuff coming in at number three. Coming at number two, get ready to get angry, Jason, because this is all Pat's fault. It better be anything but what I think it's going to be. <laughs> you better get ready to be mad. I'm mad about it, too. Actually, I lied. This is Delvin's fault. Let's put the heat where the heat belongs. Oh, okay. It is sure. the 007 theme from Russia with Love. John Barry's 007 theme. One of the best pieces of music ever written. Let's give it a listen. Delvin. <laughs> you can't leave that in the show. You can't leave that in the show, Jared. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. The only reason this is coming in at number two is because of Delve of the Dark Web Williams. Send your hate mail directly to him on Twitter at D-E-E underscore R-A-Y-1977. This was my number one song on the list, 15 points. This was Jason's number one song on the list, 15 points. Pat actually didn't screw this up and gave it 11 points. Delvin, five points. Are you insane? Well, given what's going to be number one, no, I'm not. I'm glad that it landed at number two, though. I wasn't even thinking about the James Bond theme. I was just thinking that I'd already ranked a song from Rush With Love higher, and I was like, yeah, the song without words, I'll throw over. <laughs> and and you thought my like you're not don't try and weasel out of it. <laughs> he is trying. My method yeah, I mean, was yeah. kind of crazy. He's I, a double. I, mean, I already ranked one. I'm not going to rank one again. It's going lower. My man said no words. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! He solely prevented it from being number one. Solely. Given given what is number one, I'm glad. Well, that's I, very I, selfish because you're the only person that voted it number one. I'm I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> on Twitter. Send your hate mail accordingly. Uh, that's all right. I'm a big fan of number one. Obviously, we all were because it scored a lot of points. But, you know, let's just take a minute to say I believe John Barry was a little bit, let's say, miffed about not getting the credit for the James Bond theme and the legal disputes with Monty Norman. And you can take whatever side you want on that. I mean, creators create and they get together and collaborate. You never know. But I think Barry said, I want a Bond song that is mine and mine alone. And he made a heck of a tune with that 007 theme. And then he kind of did it again with the Honor Majesty's Secret Service theme. That cat knew how to write some themes. By the way, if you've never checked out the Black Hole soundtrack, it's one of my favorite movie soundtracks of all time. And that's John Barry as well. If they play the 007 theme in No Time to Die... I will be a very, very happy man. <laughs> the whole movie could be crap. As long as they play it, I'll be like, all right, check it like, out. This is a bunch of shit. Is that the double sound thing? Jason, Jason, what if they introduce it with Millennial Q like, I just came up with this brand new song. <laughs> I made it up myself. <laughs> That's probably what they'll do. And it'll be like on this little keyboard. Like, beep, beep, <laughs> beep, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, good to son of a <laughs> That would be just, I would die laughing. Because <laughs> I know Jason would be so conflicted. Oh, oh, no, there's no conflict there. I would be, oh, I'd just tear the movie screen down. <laughs> we come back to the next podcast and Jason's teeth would be ground like some gnomes. How can anybody like that guy? That is not cute. That is all right, all right, all right. We're going to move on. He's like, Double Seven, we don't need that musical orchestra in our band. I can do that all with my synthesizing computer. In my pajamas. Listen. I did that bit. I did that before I dropped the deuce this morning. Uh, you had to wind him up, Delvin. You had to wind him up. Sorry, sorry. That's on me. This this whole this whole song is my apology. <laughs> Pat, did you want to say something nice about the 007 theme? Oh, it's just a great theme song. I think it's when I hear it, it puts me into Bond. Oh yeah, you know, makes it's, me want to like you know ride a, a yeah. jet ski or, mm-hmm. or or ski down a mountain. Something. Do something new. Do something adventurous. Yeah. Honestly, absolute mea culpa. I should have ranked it higher. I 
charge it to work brain. Sorry. Still, I'm glad to see what was number one. It's number one. All right. I won't fight you on it too much. Let's get to I like the number one, too. Coming at number one from my favorite James Bond movie, License to Kill. Over the end credits, we have a little Patty LaBelle singing, If You Ask Me To. Stay here in your arms forever. 
Okay, let's take a look at the scores. Delvin has it at number one with 15 points. Jason gave it a strong 12. Pat gave it a strong 12. And I gave it 11. We were all up there. Mm. So this is your aggregate Rogue Agents Best of the Alternate Bond songs. Patty LaBelle's If You Ask Me To, which I think some people may be surprised about. I think it's an often overlooked in credit song. And Delvin, it's your number one. So run with it. Make up for last round. Yeah, I remember Pat mentioning when we cover License to Kill that the Gladys Knight song, License to Kill, he wasn't necessarily crazy about. But when he mentioned his comments, he mentioned Patty LaBelle. And I was like, Pat, yes, yes, because just the bookends of those songs to me made a movie that I rated a seven, just like, mwah, just wow. And Patti LaBelle is another legendary voice. And again, I'm a fan of when you go for it and you land it, then that's something that's always going to get my attention. And then the theme of the, the song wove in very well with the movie. And then at the end where she just goes for it on her note that she hits and it's just, ah. Oh. Just it's a beautiful song and it ended a really good movie. As soon as I even saw the list, saw the 15, I'm like, yep, Patty's number one. What's next? I like the decisiveness, sir. I will remind the audience, as we talked about on our six of the best episode with this one. One of the more interesting things about this movie and the two songs, License to Kill, and if you ask me to, is they were both, you know, commissioned by the Bond production team and they had completely different production teams. So they're both working on Bond songs completely independent of each other. So you get two very unique sounds that kind of go together. They bookend well, like Delvin said, even without kind of trying. They were completely separate in their production. So they'd have different vibes to them. And I, I think they're both wonderful. And if we've done nothing else on Rogue Agents, I hope it's that we've brought a little more love to the music of License to Kill, especially that beginning and in, in, in song. I think they're I, both really good. And, and I think with this one, and I think I mentioned it when we did License to Kill, is that I knew this song. I've heard this song. I've heard plenty and plenty of radio play on this particular song. So it's one of the second songs or alternate songs that you heard a lot more that was on this list besides... Um, Dirty Love. Uh, Dirty Love, yeah, of course. I, you know, I've always heard that one. Who hasn't heard Dirty Love? Besides the Nobody Who Does It Better. But that... It's not necessarily alternate. I, you know, I consider that the main theme song. So this is an alternate song that, you know, made a chart busting, you know, up in the charts compared to all the other ones. Yeah, this one got a second life when Celine Dion released it. And, mm -hmm. and so it's had basically two lives. I struggled with this one a little bit because, like we said at the very beginning, when I scored Experience of Love so low, even I was like, well, why do I like this one so much more than Experience of Love? And but this one just seemed to fit the movie, you know. Like, yeah. Why don't you wait till you're asked? Why don't you ask me? Line in the movie and the so I don't know. This one just seemed to fit better, and it didn't seem to be so self-serving. So and like Pat had mentioned, or Delvin, I'm sorry, Delvin mentioned, you have two great songs. I mean, and then a great movie in there. That's just a good sandwich you got. Two good pieces of bread, some meat. <laughs> My never-ending quest to make this everyone's favorite James Bond movie is finally coming to fruition. Nice and, and, it, and it's Patty LaBelle. Patty! <laughs> well, there you have it, boys. We made it through the list once again. 
of our 15 alternate songs. And like I said, we know there's a few more out there that didn't make it. And one of my favorites that didn't make it is Twisting with James. Twisting with James is always fun. I may even play a sample for you now. Uh, anybody else think of any alternate songs uh, that we missed? I, I know there's a handful because they occurred to me like I'd be taking a shower because I made this list like three, four months ago. And I'd be taking a shower and I went, oh, I didn't put that on, <laughs> on the list. So they would pop up into my mind from time to time. Like, oh, that could have been on the list. And you know, I think Sam Smith did a song. that, And that's going to be the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> The Beach Boys cover band. Yeah, yeah. The, I, the Beach Boys cover band of California Girls is one that I was like, oh, I California Girls, as sung by a British band. <laughs> well, the you, Dover kids are hip by <laughs> You got that Clash song in the Die Another Day, London Calling. Oh, London <laughs> You know, anyway. the, I think the more I listen to some more Bond songs, this will definitely change. Yeah, you know, it will as you you know, grow and, and get more experience and, and mm-hmm. love. Rewatch a movie again or watch whatever in, in, in that. But I think it's I think it's a good mix we all had here. You know, you guys had some nostalgia well, feel try to it. Yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, Pat. I'm kidding. Go ahead. It would be really cool to have alternative bands or some other bands do covers of, you know, James Bond things or oh, really? alternate Pat? songs. Yeah. I can help you with that. I know there's some that are done like that and listening to the six of the best. That's what I find really fascinating to hear those alternative. But like I got this great album that I listen to and it's Saturday morning cartoons and it's just done by alternative rock people and they just do all these cartoon songs and just Really good, some good, really jamming songs oh, on there. That, I think, is that the one that's got Everclear singing the Speed Racer theme? Yes. Is that yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. There's some, <laughs> yeah, it's a good, and I would love to hear, you know, their take or somebody's well, take on these songs. Let me recommend a CD for you. Before David Arnold got the job as the composer for the Bond movies, starting with Tomorrow Never Dies, he got on the Bond production team's radar because he produced a CD called Shaken and Stirred. Yeah, the David oh, yeah. Arnold Project. Oh. The David Arnold Project. And that's exactly what it is. It's alternate takes on Bond themes. And oh, okay. It's got some interesting interesting redos on it as well. So, yeah, check that out. Before we go, let's do what we always do and pass it over to Van Allen Plexico, this network's founder, to thank our Patreon supporters. So just go to www.plexico.net, P-L-E-X-I-C-O.net, or you can just go to patreon.com and search for White Rocket and join up. And it's for as little as a dollar a month, you get to be part of the show. And we send out, we, I post things occasionally on the Patreon page of interest and you get previews, you get special deals, special offers and discounts on things that we do. And you sometimes get shows before the, uh, the regular audience does. Here are the fine folks who are currently keeping our programs on the air that we owe everything to. Samuel Salvatore and Bart Lindsay, uh, Bradley Blackman, Brian Gray, Chris Usher, Gary Grant, Logan Chilton, Phil Amthor, Richard Stevens, Steve Trawick, Susan Trawick, Tom Anderson, Willie Carden, and Kanjian. A.U. Falling Up, Ben Bloodsworth, Clay Henson, Dan Thompson, Daniel Odom, 
David Evers, David Hegler, Emmanuel Seaman, George Gaston, Jacob and Robin Fleming, James Greenwell, Joel Beckham, John Otsuki, Catherine England, Kevin Smith, Mickey B, Phil Davis, Preston Settle, Reynolds Wolf, Rich Reimer, Steve Harlan, Timothy, WDE Richie, Wes Atkinson, William Morgan, Wilson Beard, Winston Body, Alex Wynn, Blake Heron, Boris the Tiger, Cato the Barner, Chris Hilton, Chris Thrash, Colby Butler, Danny Flack, plus Darius Benton, David Simpson, Di Bama, Earl Ricks, Eric Mahan, Hugh Anderson, Josh Teal, Kevin Kenoy, Kevin Mahan, Lane Middleton, Mike Finley, Papa Todd, Randall Walker, Rob Morgan, Ross, Russell Milling, Shannon Butson, Sarah Hines, Shane Bailey, Snowdog, Stephen Houston, Tim Pittman, Todd Gray, Tony Perry, Auburn Elvis, Ben Amos, Brandon Sisson, Brandon Smith, Chris Camo, Darren Pyle, David Smiley, Donnie Reynolds, Plus, Ivor Evans, James Taylor, Jason Albrick, John Stubbs, John Zavachin, Joey Miller, Joseph Iliff, Justin Bean, Lawrence Kane, Mark Squire, Matthew Flowers, Mick Vigicana, Nicholas Craig, Patrick Williams, Paul Bankson, Robert Drain, Robert O. Sammons, Russell Souther, Ruth and Darren Sutherland, that's the truth, Ruth, Spanky, Stephen Thompson, Trevor Johnson, Kenneth Brett Rains, Brant Rumble, and Chris Plus, our one-time and anonymous donors, we thank you all so much. Go to www.plexico.net or just go to www.patreon.com and sign up and join the family. All right, folks, we hope you enjoyed this Rack and Stack episode of the Alternate Bond Songs. What's your favorite Ultimate Bond song? Let us know. You can find us at Twitter at OHMSPOD, and we'd love to hear from you on that. And if you want to chat with us personally, I can be found at Yard Sale Artist. That's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Where can they find you, Pat? Well, Jared, I am glad you asked. You can find me on the Twitter at Christatos01. Nicely sung, Pat. And again, that's at Christatos, K-R-I-S-T-A-T-O-S-01. And you might want to hit him up so he can explain himself on... Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) (laughs) Where has everybody gone being his last place song? I mean, anyway, that's where you find it. I know what I did. I'm I'm proud of it. (laughs) All right, Delvin, where can they find you? Well, I'll tell you if you ask me to. I'm just having too much fun with that. Well, you've already told because I didn't rank the Bond theme higher, but if you weren't listening, it is D-E-E underscore R-A-Y one nine seven seven on Twitter. Please let's call. The only person who did a proper list, by the way. Thank you very much. I took some time. I was rather proud of it. You can find me at Weasel Skull on Twitter or Jason Albrecht on Facebook and Instagram. And we can make it last all night. <laughs> Take it out my Ooh. 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 You Take it real slow. <laughs> <laughs> I have a text now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. There's no segue like that segue. To remind everybody, if you like this crew and you want to hear more from us, check out the Longbox Crusade Network where we chat about comics, movies, TV, things like that. Pat, where can they find us? Jared, I'm glad you really asked. I'm gonna tell it right now as I pull it out. You can find us on the Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Longbox Crusade. 
You can also find us on www.longboxersafe.com. Back to you, Jared. That is it. Thanks, everybody, for taking this journey. Thank you to my fellow agents who provided mostly good lists. We'll talk about it later. And we hope you guys enjoyed it. And as always, On Her Majesty's Secret Podcast will return. Oh, yeah. And listen to uh, Agent November's original theme that he did for my video game documentary as we leave. I rank it number one. I do, too. That's a good jam. Thank you, Miss Money Penny. That's all. That's all. You're going nowhere. You're going nowhere. Yeah, it's like you know, it's like Top Gun when you heard that. You know, Highway to the Dirty Love. <laughs> He's gonna mix Dirty Love with everything. We don't move on. Okay, let's get you gotta to cut Dirty Love. Dirty Love. Just don't forget the weight love. Out. Out. All right. <laughs> Okay, coming Talk in at to the love to me. Why do you wind Jason up like this, Pat? I, I blame you for this. He knows how to push my button. He does. <sighs> All right. I remember even Pat, when we did License to Kill, he wasn't necessarily the biggest fan of the song I love. <laughs> I got a license, license to kill. Oh, good yeah. God.
It's like, what, what's the name of that song that's from the movie? Like, <laughs> hmm. it's, it's somewhere between a seven and a nine. <laughs> okay, let me, let me do that completely over again. Oh, wrong time for a brain fart. <laughs>